1: Good morning, Hamilton. This is Rob Golfe with REMAX, the Golfy team. Welcome to the Hamilton Real Estate Show with Rick zampert and Phil Golfe.
2: September is here. It is the Labor Day weekend. And uh, wow, where, where did the summer go? I know technically we're still in summer, but it seems to have passed us by in the blink of an eye. Uh, But we'll we'll try to round up the uh, best of the best in terms of what happened this summer, including a a not so red hot August in comparison to June and July, but still a very busy month in Hamilton and Burlington in terms of real estate. We'll also talk about uh, the new reality that COVID nineteen has presented in terms of number one, how hard it it has made it to find a home these days, and how it's changed the house hunting plan that you may have. You may have started off with a plan in the spring, and that. has been crumpled up and thrown into the trash and uh, that that uh, that should be the case for years to come at least that's what we think. If you have a question for the Golfie team, questions at robgolfie.com. That's questions at robgolfie.com. Subscribe to the Hamilton Real Estate Show podcast, wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Find the Golfie team online, at Rob Golfie on Instagram and Twitter. Check them out on Facebook as well. Call them whether you're buying or selling a home, 905-575-7700. That's 905-575-7700. And the hottest listings in Hamilton and Burlington, as well as Niagara, online at robgolfie.com. That's Rob, dot com. We're going to start with the August statistics from the Realtors Association of Hamilton-Burlington And before we dig down into the um, uh, respective neighborhoods in Hamilton and Burlington. 1,272 sales reported last month. That is down 21% over July, but up nearly 13% over August of last year. As for new listings, down 16% over July, but up 7% over last August. And the average price for residential properties in Hamilton-Burlington, just shy of $695,000. It's relatively flat compared to last month, but a 16% spike from August of 2019. And a Realtors Association of Hamilton-Burlington President Kathy Della Nebbia saying, quote, that, as we move into the fall, we would expect a return to higher activity. With the potential for a second wave of the coronavirus, we don't want to make any predictions. Uh, certainly, the virus has made things unpredictable in terms of real estate. and though CMHC has been well off the mark, you know, predicting a double-digit hmm. drop in sales and, uh, you know, a price plunge. That really hasn't happened uh, and, and really hasn't happened here in Hamilton and, and, and across the country. The
1: opposite has, has happened. The yeah. complete opposite has happened, Rick. It's it's we've we've gone completely the other way when it comes to prices, when it comes to activity, and when it comes to uh, interest in homes. So they couldn't have been more more wrong um, with with their article, uh, specifically to Hamilton and and, and our surrounding area. I, I understand that you know some of the western markets have taken a hit and, and taken a beating. Um, and, and even before, before the pandemic, they were in a de, uh, negative decline in, in real estate prices. So we will celebrate our wins and, and we will talk about them. But it's been nothing but appreciation for the Hamilton and surrounding area.
2: Yeah, no doubt about it. Let's dive into the specific neighborhoods in and around the city, uh, and we'll start with. An- I guess we're going to go in alphabetical order here. Ancaster uh, had a phenomenal August. Sales up thirty six percent, and the price of a home skyrocketing twenty two percent to an average of nine hundred forty five thousand dollars. That is huge. It is.
1: There's been a couple big, really big sales in Ancaster. The the multi million dollar uh, price point has been moving. Yeah, a lot of high-end homes are uh, actually selling right now, so... obviously people have uh, saved their money to buy houses on a rainy day and and this is when they're buying their expensive homes for some reason.
2: (laughs) 86 homes sold in Ancaster last month that compares to 63 in August of 2019. It was a big month in terms of the average price in Burlington up 12% to $855,000. Number of sales dipping just slightly 3%. 260 homes were sold last month in Burlington compared to 270 in August of 2019. Burlington more than whole their own here.
1: Yeah, but you know what? But no, notice, Ancasters beat them in average sale price yes. for uh, 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 in August compared to uh, Burlington. So
2: by ninety thousand,
1: definitely become a hot spot to go to.
2: Yeah, it's an, it's a ninety thousand gap. That's that, that's a tremendous gap. Uh, in Glanbrook, yeah, uh, Glanbrook, the number of sales up twenty eight percent, forty six in August of twenty nineteen to fifty nine last month, and the average sale price up as well, twenty two percent, going from five hundred ninety five thousand in August of twenty nineteen to seven hundred twenty seven thousand dollars last month. Glanbrook, red hot last month.
1: Uh, oh yeah, yeah, unbelievable. It, it's it's hard to believe this. Like. You know, people are people used to go there for, for affordability and, and, and there's not that big of a, a difference in, in comparison to, to other homes. You know, if you're looking at the, the mountain or, or, you know, the West Mountain, Glambrook has appreciated much more quickly and, and has caught up to some of the other areas.
2: What's the reason for that? A, what, sorry. What's the reason for that? Is it is it because it's a little secluded? It's off kind of the beaten path a little bit? I think I think it, it, it's the city's
1: you know mature. They there, there used to be that you know when you're you're in Vinbrook or Glenbrook, you, you used to be 10 to 15 minutes away from everything. But now they've they've developed their amenities nicely, and it's and it's it, it turned into a nice little town with good schools. It's a a very you know family friendly area to live in, and that's you know a lot of the buyers that that we're helping. It, that's what they're looking for. They they know that there's good schools. They they know that there's you know you know nice trails and parks, and and they have you know, the amenities to support a good lifestyle. So, um, you know, that combined with, you know, that little touch of affordability and and you can get a little bit bigger house for your buck, that's what's attracting a lot of people.
2: To Grimsby we go, where the number of sales uh, dipped 19%, 46 last month compared to 57 in August of 2019, But the average sale price climbing 10% from $581,000 last August to $641,000 last month. Is this the new plateau for Grimsby?
0: This, I would,
2: this I would be a lot. Yeah, month. I but thought it would. You was know last what?
1: Month. You know what? You know what, Rick? This would be a lot higher. But but there's been a ton and ton of condo sales in Grimsby um, recently. If you took those condo sales out and, and, and specifically analyze the detached market, this market would be up hand over fist. Um, I, I would I wouldn't be surprised if it was 18 to 20 percent. Um, in just looking at the detached market, but Grimsby has has those you know those condo communities now that, that will bring the average price point down. But it's it's a it's a fast and thriving market, and it's a market that a lot of people want to move into. There's just no inventory in Grimsby. There's nothing for sale.
2: So if you're looking for a single detached in Grimsby, you're looking maybe around 700, or is that a little too high?
1: You no, know, you're 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 higher. You know, your 2500 square foot house, three to four bedrooms on a on a on a decent lot, you're, you're 750 to 800 all day yeah. minimum minimum.
2: Wow, all right, let's yeah. go to and,
1: and your older fifty, fifty, this seventy year old bungalow. Uh, you know, needs work uh, starting at probably five, $500, five
2: 50. $550. Yeah. Wow. wow. Uh, all of Hamilton sales up 19.8%. 865 homes were sold across the city last month. That compares to 722 in August of 2019. And the average sale price uh, jumping 21% from 546000 last year to $662,000 uh, this past month. Uh, Hamilton is uh, red hot.
1: It's rocking in Hamilton. That's for sure. It's uh, people are moving this way. Thirty percent of the sales in uh, in the Hamilton and surrounding areas, Rick, are outside agents bringing their uh, bringing their clients in from out of out of town areas. So we're getting a lot of GTA buyers now, more more so than ever before. Like, I mean, we had that before, but now it seems like a new a new wave. GTA buyers are coming this way. So that's what's driving a lot of the prices up in this area. Wow.
2: Hamilton Center sales up 6%, so 100 to 106 August to August. And the sale price up nearly 19%, $398,000 to now $473,000 in Hamilton Center. That's a big number. Oh, It, it is. H- Hamilton Central, you could have bought a house in uh, Hamilton Central for probably $150,000 5 years ago. And look at it now: four hundred seventy-three thousand is the average sale price. Unbelievable! Uh, it's a little bit more expensive in Hamilton East. The average sale price: four hundred eighty-six thousand dollars, up ten percent from last August. Uh, the number of sales, however, dipped just slightly: seventy-eight sales last month compared to eighty-one in August of twenty nineteen. So relatively flat. Hamilton East, though, still a very popular place among uh, home buyers.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And the only reason they dropped probably in unit sales is just because there wasn't hardly any inventory because the demand is out there right now, Rick, but uh, it's just inventory is, is, is the struggle right now out there. So 10% up at, you know, average sale price of 486000 in East Hamilton. Actually, you know, it's still, still affordable. Uh, but I mean, some people are saying no way, but, uh, but we're still affordable city.
2: Uh, Going up the escarpments, the Hamilton Mountain is uh, almost at $600,000. The average sale price last month, $598,000, up nearly 21% from August of 2019. Uh, And uh, it's up about $104,000 year over year, which is remarkable. And the number of sales also skyrocketing 26%. 165 homes sold in August of 2019, 206 last month. The weather was hot, and uh, certainly the mountain was hot last month.
1: Hamilton Mountain's always hot, so that's always a great place to own real estate. That's where the usually the number one choice usually for buyers that when they come to Hamilton. But if they can't, they go into Lower City and then move up towards the mountain.
2: Got about a minute left in this segment. We got two more neighborhoods to get to. Hamilton West sales up 35 percent, 57 to 77 year over year, and the average sale price up 9 percent to 609 thousand dollars. Hamilton West, uh, we're not seeing a lot of. Kids going back to school, they're learning virtually, but still August was a very active month. Yeah, not bad for Hamilton West. Uh, chances are, if if kids were going back to school and everything was uh, moving along normally, I think that number would have been higher for average yeah. sale price. Yeah, for definitely. Sure. And in Stony Creek, a uh, number of sales up 28%, 153 homes changed hands last month, and the average sale price booming up 27% to $703,000 in Stony Creek. They're above 700 k Wow! Can you believe that? Wow. Unbelievable! Uh, it's just
1: uh, uh, how long is this going to keep going, Rick? Are we going <laughs> to keep talking about prices going up? We've well, been talking about
2: this for ten years almost. Uh, yeah. Prices since. 2009. It just keeps climbing and climbing. We'll get into uh, how hard it is to find a home in today's market. Certainly it is with the low supply. And uh, how is COVID-19 going to change the house hunting plan for you going forward? That and a whole lot more still to come here on the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. This is the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. My name's Rick Sanford line once again Rob Golfi and Philip Golfie sales representatives with Remax Escortman Realty the Golfie team you can find them online at RobGolfi.com. that's robgolfi.com. call them at 905-575-7700 that's 905-575-7700 at Rob Golfie on Twitter and Instagram find them on Facebook as well and if you have a question or a topic idea for the Golfie team send them an email questions at RobGolfi.com. that's questions at Rob golfy.com. If you haven't done so already, head to your favorite place to download podcasts and get a hold of the Hamilton Real Estate Show podcast uh, on Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, again wherever you find your favorites. Still to come on the show, how's the COVID-19 pandemic going to change the house hunting scenario in the years to come? But let's tackle this. We just went through the statistics in uh, Hamilton and Burlington from the Realtors Association uh, of Hamilton Burlington and uh, prices are up. The number of sales are up from August to August in many neighborhoods around town. How hard is it right now to find a home in today's red hot market in this area?
1: Yeah, I mean, for some people, they would their answer would be it's impossible. Um, we're we're living in a market right now that there is so low supply that that every single time somebody's walking through a property, there's either you know there's already an offer on it or there's two or three offers coming in. So we're, we're in a market right now where there's there's multiple offer situations every which way you look. Um, the houses are, are, aren't on the market for long and they're, they're, they're usually coming up on Wednesday and Thursday and, and gone by you know Sunday, Monday the latest. Um, so, so for you know there's a lot of people out there right now that are very discouraged that are having a hard time and being successful with an offer. And, it's um it's very time consuming it's it's emotionally exhausting and um there's 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 a lot of buyer parties that are that are extremely frustrated um in trying to get into the market and you know with that it's it, it, there's there's a lot of people who who are going in without security in their offers um in some situations you know the firm offer is the one that's going to win. And, and people, some people aren't just aren't comfortable going going in without a home inspection condition or a financing condition. And for that reason, they are, you know, losing in, in these multiple offer situations. But um, recently I, I had specifically, I had a, a specific buyer looking in, in, into a specific neighborhood in Niagara Falls. And I know we've talked about these notes before and these letters before. But we, we were in a situation where we lost out on four different multiple offer situations. And, and we were losing by, you know, maybe three or 4000 here. Or we were losing because we, you know, my, my, my buyer uh, was not comfortable going with a home inspection condition. So we'd always have a two or three-day home inspection condition. And we lost three or four in a row. So, you know, what I did was I, I, I developed a letter and targeted a specific neighborhood of Niagara Falls and, and, and in my letter I said, you know dear homeowner, I need your help i have a, I have a buyer looking specifically in your neighborhood and we hand delivered them to about i think it was about 65 to seventy homes in that neighborhood um and 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 within that letter it wasn't like the the generic letter that we've talked about on here before um saying you know I'll buy your house for cash or or things of that nature it was a a very personal letter uh, with with a note from from my buyer explaining you know his, what school his two kids go to and and why they want to live in that neighborhood and and that's you know what this market's come to it, it, it's you got to be proactive you got to be on your toes and you got to be ready um, to to hop on new listings immediately but we tried to take the old fashioned approach and and uh, and send a letter to to the neighborhood to see if there's anybody that was that was willing to move or, or sell their house.
2: What kind of response did you get? And uh, I mean, this is a a unique marketing tactic where that specific homeowner might not necessarily say, all right, yeah, I'll I'll sell my house, but they may have a family member or a friend who's in that boat that they'll say, Hey, I got this letter. You might want to call the golfy team.
1: Yeah. The the response was great. Um, and, and once you add that personal touch with it, um, and explaining, you know, our current situation, we, we, we explain everything from the house that we sold and, and why we want to move into the neighborhood and, and you know, the, the, the kids, uh, the schools, the kids go to, and, you know, what, what specific closing date we're looking for. Um, people were calling us back just to thank us for the letter and say, hey, you know, I appreciate your efforts and I appreciate your, your time in, in dropping this off, but unfortunately we're not in a position or situation to, to move right now, but if something changes, we'll give you a call. Um, and, and and the response the response was was great. We had four or five parties that that contacted us that were that were interested that wanted us to to come by and give them a, a home evaluation to see what you know what our price point would be in terms of that purchase. Um, but we're 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 working out right now. We we had uh, one specific person who, who was interested in selling. Um, so we're going back and forth with them to see if this deal can come together. But but it just you know it's just a sign of the market and a sign of the times that that you know this is what we need to do to to, to try and help our buyers you know achieve um an successful uh, successful purchase and and hopefully everything comes to fruition i mean everything looks great right now um, which will be a, a great you know story uh, when it's all said and done but it's just you know we're, we're in this market right now with everyone else and And we have many, many buyers who, who, who are, who have been successful in this market. And and we still have buyers that are are sitting on the sidelines waiting for uh us. for an opportunity to come up to be able to to purchase a home.
2: We've talked a lot about the uh, the rush of GTA buyers in 2017. Again, that's happening here in 2020. The added wrinkle in all of this, though, is the pandemic and the uncertainty that that brings. Uh, that's all thrown into the mix now, too. Has that created a lot more pressure to buy and sell? Or is there a limited amount of patience from home buyers and home sellers? Yeah.
1: You know what, Rick, in comparison to 2017, I would say this is this is way different um, and uh, way, way more robust and way more volatile. I, I would I would say right now what, what's different about it is there's way more GTA buyers. And the reason that being is the lifestyle of living in Toronto has completely changed. There's going to be Toronto people who will be able to live in Niagara and Hamilton. Well, still earning their Toronto income, but only having to go into the office once or twice a week. So those buyers are coming too, right? Where in 2017, it was more so people just looking for affordability, people looking for a bigger house or people looking for um, an opportunity to live near green space or things of that nature. But you have those people combined with you know the single people who are living in the condos by themselves that are now, interested in, in, in living in a detached home in Hamilton or Niagara who are also coming. So the, the flood of GTA buyers has, has been more than ever before, um, for all the same reasons, but there's just way, way more. Every time we, we, we put up a listing, we're able to see, you know, which agents are coming through. And, and, and if the buyers call us directly, we, we engage in a conversation as to where they're moving from and, Um, we, we, we try to vet them through a process of, of making sure that they're, they have the capacity and and financial capacities to to purchase that home and, and just developing that relationship through conversation. There are tons and tons of GTA buyers coming, coming this way for, for every which reason. So it's, uh, it's a good time to be a seller in in today's market. If you're in Hamilton or Niagara, um, you know, there, you you will get top dollar for your home in, in today's market. There's no doubt about it.
2: Are those GTA buyers who are coming this way, uh, knowing that they only have to maybe go into work once a week or they're, you know, completely remote and uh, and doing their work from home. Are they also banking on the fact that if there is a day and hopefully it's not too distant future, um, that when they do return to work full time, quote unquote, or at least what they were doing before, that they are close enough to transportation uh, uh, links, whether it's, you know, go train or highways or whatnot.
1: Yeah. It's going to be, it's a change, right? I mean, if you're, if you're living right downtown Toronto, you're, you're a, a seven to 10 minute walk away from everything. And a lot of people down there don't even, you know, don't even own a car. So for them to come, you know, to, to some suburb cities, it's a, it's a, it's a different lifestyle and a different change where they, they need to lean on those transportation services a little, a little bit more than um, than they would in Toronto. And, and it's, it's, you know, I'm understanding that the fact that you know we're in, we're in the process of of developing those people mover systems, and um, whether it be the Go Train or the LRT or, or things of that nature, we we're we're in those you know interim stages of going as a city to be able to support uh, those types of people who, who don't want to own a car or who who are are comfortable with you know going across city on a train or a bus or, or things of that nature. So it's it's it's. For us, it's, it's uh, you know being up to date and knowing the current situation on those um, you know specific projects, um, and and being able to advise them accordingly as to where to live and, and how to you know what your what, what their morning commute would would be like. But we're we're still we're still far away um, from from being able to to support an everyday work lifestyle, living in Niagara and going to downtown Toronto every single day. Or even, you know, living downtown Hamilton and going downtown Toronto is a little bit more feasible. But, but if you're coming from Niagara, it, it is very, very difficult to uh, get to and from Toronto every single day. But with this, you know, with this new lifestyle change, with people working from home and, and only, only having to go into Toronto once or twice a week, um, it makes it much more feasible and, 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 you know, brings more of an attraction to living, um, you know, living down this way. Um, so it, it, it's going to be interesting to see, you know, what happens. I think this is going to continue on for the next two years. Um, there are some people who made the move right away where, where their company was very fast acting and developing a, a plan um, to work from home. And whereas, you know, there, there are some other companies who, who are taking their time and, and, and don't necessarily have, you know, a plan in place. Um, but but I think as we get into the next couple of years, I think we'll continue to see, uh, a lot more people moving down this way, um, if they haven't done, already done so, to, uh, to to work from home and 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 have that you know work life lifestyle.
2: We know that word of mouth in real estate, as is the case in many other things, holds a lot of weight. How important was the success of 2017? Um, on 2020, because we had a ton of GTA buyers come in 2017, they have co-workers, they have friends, they have family members who are maybe still living in the GTA. Those people were spreading the word about how great Hamilton is in terms of, you know, walkability, uh, the, the robust downtown, uh, you know, all, you know, all the shopping that you would need, the, the rail trail, uh, you know, the waterfalls, the beauty of this city, everything that this city kind of encapsulates, uh, that word of mouth traveled back to the GTA. Did 2017 kind of pave the way for what we're seeing now? Yeah, I, I think so for sure. The only dif- the only difference is that GTA buyers
1: from the 2017 and, and 2020 is that they're a little more cautious in putting their offers in, and, and they're not. They are jumping in, but they're very very cautious, and they're watching the market. They're you know. They're not going in over and above too, uh, ridiculously too high. And also, they're, they are coming in with maybe one condition. Uh, so we're finding we may have, uh, let's say, 20 offers on a house, and maybe four or five of them may be cash offers. And the rest, they may have financing or, or home inspection conditions in there. So, so the buyers uh, of the GTA buyers or buyers today in the 2020 are more cautious and careful uh, putting their offers in, and and they're strategically really thinking about price as they're bringing it in. So, um, if we're listing a, a house for four fifty, and we know it's worth between five five hundred and five twenty, they're coming in, you know, within ten thousand, you know, of that 520 to five twenty. They'll, they'll they'll come in probably five thirty to five forty. So they're very very strategically you know, looking at the numbers, watching the market and, and, and like that, unless they have cash and they can pay cash and they're coming in a little higher, uh, without any conditions and they have a little more money in their pockets, but, but they are very, very careful on, uh, when they're coming in with offers. It's funny, the people who, who didn't make the move in 2017, who, who were considering it, have called us back and, and, uh, and, and we've, you know, we've been talking to them and, and now they are considering the move. So it's been it's been a, a funny you know it, for me personally it's been interesting to see the the, the markets transition in and out of, of one another in 2017 you know for me I was I was very new um, in real estate it was you know it was in my first six months of, of real estate where I experienced that that really fast busy 2017 market and and, and and we've talked about it on the show before. It was like that April um, Easter long weekend where they, you know, they completely shut the tap off, and and the the government got involved with the with the foreign buyers tax, and and then the stress c- test came, and and there was all those other provisions that the government put in, which completely dialed back our market and 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 shut it right off. Well, we're in a situation right now where we're looking at this market from afar and saying, you know, how much longer can it go on for? It feels like it's been going on you know, since since mid February where the market just started to pick up as we slowly came out of out of the you know, the initial phases of the pandemic and now it's it, it is just moving so fast and so quickly. But when's it gonna when are we gonna experience that that you know that that switch off. And, you know, the government's you know focused on other things other than the the, the you know implementing different provisions to, to slow the market down. But we're, we're in a different situation because this is something that's going to affect the rest of our lives. This is something that, that people are going to change the way they live, which is ultimately going to affect the real estate market. So we don't know when it's going to stop, but but what we're experiencing right now is nothing in comparison to 2017. It's it's way more quick. It's way faster, and, and, and people, you know, lifestyle and and, uh, homeowner needs to change.
2: Let me jump in there and when we come back we'll talk about the house hunting uh, changing forever because of the pandemic. That and more coming up here on the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML.
0: You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML.
2: Welcome back. This is the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. It's Rick Samprin. On the line, Rob Golfie and Philip Golfie, sales representatives with REMAX's Gartman Realty, the Golfy team, 905-575-7700. That's the phone number to call, 905-575-7700. RobGolfie.com is the website to head on to. Hottest listings in town. Great bios as well for the Golfie team, RobGolfie.com. At Rob RobGolfie on Twitter, Instagram. Check them out on Facebook as well. And download the Hamilton Real Estate Show podcast wherever you get your favorite podcasts if you have a question for the golfy team or a topic idea you would like us to tackle on a future program send the golfy team an email questions at rob again that's questions at dot just before we get to how the pandemic has changed the house hunting scenario Phil I want to ask you this you mentioned that you know a lot of the GTA buyers who were thinking about making the move in 2017 are now looking at doing so in 2020 in that three-year span, house prices here in Hamilton have just skyrocketed, so they really missed the boat.
1: Yeah, it, it, it's so funny, because people in 2017 were saying the same things that they, they were now. Well, there's a, there's a bubble, and, and it's going to burst, and the, and the housing prices are going to come down, and and there's no way they can can, uh, can, can uh, continue to rise at the pace that they're rising. Well, we're having the exact same conversations that, that we had in 2017. It's it, you know if you made a mistake and overpaid for a house in 2017 you, you've made money in three years like that's that's unprecedented when it comes to an investment um, especially a real estate investment so those people have been been, been saved um, by by the market and in, in, in the increasing value but those people if they if they own a house in Toronto, it's all relative right it, 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 their their house um, appreciation value has has rapidly increased um, much more quickly and faster than than us in Hamilton so there's still they still have some good equity spread in comparison uh, to the two markets, so they're still able to move down here and put a, a big chunk of cash into the bank um, and do whatever they want with it while still buying a house in, in Hamilton. So it, it, I, I just think it, it's, um, you know, these markets push push people to do things um, that, that they weren't thinking about, and they, they, they push people to take advantage of them when it comes to their home. For example, I, I, I think... In this market right now, we see the houses that, that don't necessarily have the nicest upgrades. They don't necessarily have you know the newest windows and, and, and a new roof or, or the nicest landscaping, but those houses are still getting top dollar in comparison to the ones that are that are really nicely done and, and have all the upgrades just due to the fact that there's nothing else out there in the market. People only have one, one, uh, one home to choose from in a neighborhood. So, so all the bidders are going towards that one home. So we see a lot of the, the, the houses that, you know, wouldn't necessarily get top dollar that are, that are getting maximum
2: dollar uh,
1: in, in today's market.
2: We know that the pandemic has created a number of changes in a variety of businesses, organizations. Really, the entire global landscape has been shifted because of the coronavirus. How has the house hunting game changed because of COVID-19?
1: Yeah, it's it's an interesting one. It's it's one that we're asked about every single day um, when people call us and 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 they want to go see a house and you know they'll they'll be like, well, are you are you showing it? And we're like, yeah, you know, yeah, we're showing it. And then we got to go through the, the specific scenarios as to you know how we show the house. So it's in my opinion, this these these provisions and these situations are gonna are gonna carry out long after the pandemic. Um, and, and we can get into a couple of them. Um, open houses is one of the biggest changes that, that we've seen. Um, people are very familiar with open houses, whether they use it to buy a house or not. I think they were already slowly dying um, just due to the fact that, that the internet is so powerful in how people look at houses today. Open houses were always an old-fashioned way to, to go in and, and view houses. But they've lifted the ban on open houses. When, when, when we were first in the, the midst of the pandemic, there was absolutely zero open houses allowed. Uh, people would have noticed that they, you know, driving around on Sunday, they wouldn't have seen any open houses signed. Now agents are allowed to, to do open houses um, if they wish, but they're far and few between. They're, they're, homeowners do not want them. Um, homeowners are not requesting them and, and agents are, are don't want to do them. Um, so it, it's been a situation where, you know, open houses are, are you know, I, in my opinion, are are slowly dying or 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 done, um, which which I think is is for the better. I mean, there's a lot of people that would be uncomfortable with you know multiple different parties coming through your house, um, and half of them of which you know aren't even interested just because their neighbors being nosier or people are for a, a Sunday drive on an, on an afternoon. Yeah, you know what if, to do. So
2: if if I'm selling my home, the the last thing I want is strangers walking around in there. And I know there's you know, protocols and procedures in place. But still, as a home seller, that's probably the last thing I want to see. But I I want to dive into this in our final segment coming up here and we're also going to get into uh, why rural areas are becoming more popular and yes it has to do with COVID 19 as well you're listening to (laughs) the hamilton real estate show on 900 chml
0: you are listening to a paid commercial program unless otherwise identified the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser the opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 chml (laughs)
2: go round here on the Hamilton Real Estate show on 900 CHML Rick Samprin and Rob Golfie and Philip Golfie on the line today. Sales representatives with REMAX, Escarpment Realty, the Golfie team. You can find them on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, the handle at Rob Golfi. Find them online at robgolfie.com. Call them at 905-575-7700. And if you have an email question, you can send them an email, questions at Robgolfi.com or a topic idea. Again, that email address is questions at RobGolfe.com. Just before the break, we were talking about uh, the house hunting game and how it's changed really forever because of COVID-19. Um, and we were just discussing before the break how uh, those, uh, you know, intimate kind of settings in terms of open houses are f- no longer few and far between, but pretty much dead. And I was intimating that if I'm selling my house, there's no way I would want an open house. I don't want strangers in the house. I don't want people, m- maybe the the more accurate statement is I don't want uh, those people who are kind of on the fence in the house. If they're serious buyers, yeah. I, okay, come on in. For sure. Yeah,
1: and, and, and that's the big part. We, we want the serious buyers who, who who have done their due diligence and they, they've gone through every every single step looking at the house online and say, you know what, this is the house that we want. We just want to walk through it to verify what we've seen online. Um, there's been a ton and ton of pressures on us as realtors to be able to, to present the house in a way that, that allows people to, to, to view it online, but not just view it online, but to be able to see everything and get the, the, the entire experience online um, when looking at the house. So, you know, we, we've adapted and developed, we, we have way, way better digital tools to be able to, to support those online home shoppers. Um, one, one example would be, we, there used to be a restriction on the amount of photos that were allowed uh, for each listing. Some people might have seen, you know, realized this or not, um, but we've, we've, uh, we've been allowed to, to add way more photos to each and every single listing. Um, which gives, you know, you know before um, we wouldn't take a picture of the furnace or the electrical panel or, or things like that. But now we're, we're able to get into more detail with each and every photo um, just because we're able to have more. In addition, we, we've talked about, about it before. We have that 3D Matterport tour where it allows people to walk through the entire home um, through, through a Google Street View kind of click process. This gives people a really, really good idea in, in, in being able to view the home virtually uh, from the comfort of their own home. So, and then, and then that combined with, we do the, the 4k video lifestyle tours, that that gets into, you know, more of the area and the scenery around the property and and the different amenities that, that, that you're close to, um, you know, those, all those different digital kind of sales tools, um, that, that support the listing, you know, have, have resulted into, you know, there, there doesn't need to be that many open houses anymore. And, and, um, that's just the way how, how real estate is, is sold and in, and, and marketed today. But, but when, you know, it, it, it's important for people to know that when, when you do go through a house, whether it's an open house or, or a single viewing or a personal viewing, um, that the protocols are still in place, whether it's, you know, a mask or wearing gloves um, and, and every single person has to fill out a, a COVID form ensuring that they, they, they haven't been exposed or they don't have COVID. Um, and and what happens with inside the property is there's absolutely no touching. Um, all the lights will be on. Um, the the home purchaser or potential purchaser is not allowed to touch any cupboards or or light switches or doors or or anything of that nature. And, and that's you know I, I think you know there's those restrictions in place to be able to protect everyone.
2: We got less than two minutes, so we'll have to hurry on this one. But why are rural areas more popular?
1: Yeah, people want to move to the green space. I think it's a situation where people, you know, when people were locked down in their in their um, house for a couple of weeks, people wanted access to that green space. And and uh, you know, I, I I know my Toronto friends were were jealous of of you know me who, who was able to go out on hikes and and do things of that nature. Some of those amenities aren't aren't, aren't available in in some of the more metropolitan uh, cities in the busy city centre. So. Um, I, I think it's, it's, you know, people have more of an attraction to, to green space and, and even the waterfront with that being said, but, but it's, uh, we, we've seen it a ton where, where people are looking to move, um, to, to the rural areas. And, and we've seen it at the beginning of this program, when we talked about the stats in in uh, in Binbrook and, and, um, some of the surrounding areas there, it's, it's people want to move out to, uh, to, you know, rural lands and, and, um. The, the green the green space is attracting a lot of buyers
2: yeah it certainly is uh, an ace in the deck if you have that green space that walkability that uh, connectiveness to uh, certain areas in the community and if it is uh, with a lot of fresh air around you uh, that can certainly be a, a big drawing card for uh, for uh, buyers and sellers really uh, we got to go. Uh, Rob, Phil, thanks for your time today. Enjoy the Labor Day weekend, and uh, we'll see you back here next Saturday at 9 on the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML.
0: The preceding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML.